Welcome to the Real Deal of Parenting podcast with Abby Johnson and Regan Long. This show covers all things pertaining to motherhood with authenticity, insight, and a healthy dose of humor with topics from a Christian perspective, ranging from the everyday challenges of raising kids of all ages to high profile issues and current events facing families. There's something for everyone. We've got a great new episode planned for you. So let's dive into today's show. All right, we're live. Good morning. Um, and I have to say happy Groundhog Day. Abby, did you realize it was Groundhog Day when you woke up this morning? <clears throat> well, I did. Um, only because when I went on Facebook, I saw uh, like the Puxatani Phil video right. this morning. And what was funny was that... Um, they were like holding groundhog as it's dumping snow on them. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going to have more winter. I'm like, don't think we need that as you have like two of the top of your hats. Right. I mean, could we just get some, some good news somewhere, you know, for everyone watching this. So, you know, Abby and I have just got to know each other over the last couple months. And Abby, I don't even know if you know this. Do you know I was born and raised in Punxsutawney? No, I didn't. I, I knew you were from Pennsylvania, but not Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. So I'm a, I'm, I'm, I'm punk, you know, I was a lady Chuck. That's what we were. Our mascots were the Chucks um, and from Punxsutawney. And so what's so funny is, I don't know if you ever watched the movie with Bill Murray. Did you ever see the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, Yeah, it's like every, you know what I mean? It's like wherever you're from, most people have seen it. But the most hilarious part to us, everybody who's from there, the movie is nothing like the actual event. So apparently... They were very low key, of course, Bill Murray and the director um, and some of the people, you know, came to Punxsutawney to kind of scope it out. It was not filmed there, um, okay. but, you know, they they came to get the lay of the land and it is it's a super cute movie. However, it's nothing like the actual event. I went a few times when I was in high school, when I went to college, me and my girlfriends came home two times and it's quite an, it's like an all night party fest, like music, like they make it like this fun, like morning festival that just some, some town goers come to. No, it is like an all out party. So much oh. fun, so much energy, people packed like a concert. Um, yeah, so it's nothing like the movie. Hopefully that's not a well. It, I did. I did watch the live event this morning with a bunch of old dudes. <laughs> the top hat people, right? The inner yes, circle. I did watch that this morning, and it is. I do have to say, like, it is a little cheesy. Like they're <laughs> like they they unroll the scroll, right? And they're like, "Hear ye, hear ye." Right. You know, whatever the dude's, the the groundhog, you know, we have awakened him from his slumber. Right. And, we, and right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean. It's very old school. The, 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 the top hat guys, literally, they're all pretty cool. I, I know several of them. 
one of them was like a dad of mine, one of my best friends from high school. Her dad's in the inner circle. But it is, I think it's like our towns, literally, if you blink, you're already through the town. Punxi, Punxsutawney is so small. Um, but it is like, maybe we need to kind of rejuvenate the the process, right? <laughs> like I don't know. It's, it's, it's nostalgic, I guess. Like, it's just that, right, right. But I had never actually watched. Today was the first day that I'd actually watched right. Right. the, whole the old dudes Ceremony. in the hats. Like, I had watched it live, you know? Right. I, that's the first, and they, they really do, like, undo this, like, scroll yeah, thing. Totally. And he read it. And so, um, yeah, that was – but I just thought it was funny. They were like, oh – he proclaims there will be six or eight weeks or whatever is more, right. six weeks, more weeks of of winter. And I'm thinking you have an inch of snow on your top hat right now. Like right. I, I don't think we needed the groundhog to tell right. us that. That's all. And you and I, obviously most people know who know where we, Abby and I live in the South. And again, that's one of the reasons that was one of the driving forces. I moved from Pennsylvania. I could not take, the winters anymore and uh, up in Pennsylvania especially they have just been getting dumped on with snow and so I'm just like February 2nd at this point February is always a hard month for me I just want like to fast forward and get to spring so anyways that was a little bummer I think we all knew it was coming six more weeks of winter but man it's just like I wrote this post the other day, Abby, of just feeling depleted in motherhood and in life. And so many moms resonated with it. And I don't know. I, I always feel like January was the longest month ever. Was it not? Yeah. It was like a year. It was like it a was, whole year. It was <sighs> like a long, long month. And so. It was. <sighs> Anyway, so, and this is something too, you know, in, in your morning, everybody knows this, whether you're a mom, dad, whether you don't have children yet, your morning routine sets yourself up for the day, right? Mm -hmm. And so every day I'm always like, okay, I'm going to wake up early before the kids. I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. going to hop on my bike. I'm going to ride my Peloton. I'm going to be showered. I'm going to be in a good mood, waking everybody up. And it doesn't, it doesn't happen. No, that doesn't happen. No, <laughs> it doesn't happen. It's a good, it's a good idea though. <laughs> it's a good idea but so this is what i want to do and actually i'm going to call him out on our show right now abby i want to bring him on our morning show so his wife is very popular um the woman who developed spanx what is her name do you know the woman who developed spanx do you know spanx you know the pants yeah. Oh, yeah. Sarah Blakely. No, okay, her name's Sarah no. Blakely. I love her story. She developed Spanx like out of her apartment. She's she's now like a like so uber successful, but she developed Spanx. Anyways, her husband is Jesse Itzler. Itzler. I hope okay. I, I'm, I'm not sure okay. how to pronounce his last name. He was just on this big Tony Robbins thing. I started following him on Instagram a couple months ago, and I'm addicted to following him. One of the things he's known for is these ice cold baths, like people, okay. it's like a health thing. Yeah. I, I have a friend right now. My friend Claire is doing this. I, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't, I don't, no, I can't, I can't, I cannot abide. I don't, I don't get this. I know, but I, I think you and I should try it live. I'm okay. not, I don't know. Yes. Listen, I am the biggest baby when it comes to cold. I love hot showers. I love hot tubs. 
I am saying I'm a baby. I mean, I've given natural childbirth five times, but I'm a baby when it comes to the cold. But these ice cold showers, these ice cold baths, Abby, the health stuff behind it is insane. And people literally do this daily. There's something also called like, you can go to places like cryo, some therapy where you get- Yes, the, like, cryo, the yes, 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 the cryotherapy thing. Yeah, okay. where you can, yeah. I'm more likely to do that. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm more likely to do that than to, than to get in an ice bath. Oh, if crap. We force I haven't shared this on my Facebook yet. I'm going to go do that. If we force ourselves to do it live, like there's no turning back, how funny would that be? We get like a little kitty tub or we get some type of bath that we have him coaching us through. The, the health benefits are insane. What it does. What is the health benefit? I, well, I need you to explain to I'll, me what the I'll, health benefit is. Okay. I'm going to, I don't, especially now with, with how many people are going to view this, especially even after we're not live anymore. I don't want to butcher this. There's a ton, but literally it jolts your body. It shocks your body. Oh, we have someone, Kelly, ice cold baths help repair muscles and tension. Um, yeah, she said she did it in college after volleyball. So we even know, like a lot of athletes after NFL games, basketball games, you know. Athletes. Are we athletes? Um, we're mothers. Heck yeah, we are. Uh, no, we're we're warriors. Trying to get us out of this. We're gladiators. Oh. We're something. We're like a level above athletes, okay? We have 13 kids between us. So we're in a different <laughs> arena. <laughs> But I'm serious. So I'm calling Jesse out. He just did this Tony Robbins pop. Like it was the biggest. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records now. It was like virtually. It was the biggest worldwide ice bath there ever was. But anyways, I want him to come on live with us. I want us to try it. And if we can do it, anyone can do it. Because I really want to force myself to like wake up every day and shock my body. <laughs> and feel this. Yes, moms are the best athletes. That's right. Uh, we are. We're we're an arena. Are What's that? They're not helping me. Okay. Uh, I mean, okay. I I would be willing to do it live. Right, because we have to. There's no backing out. So we because if I don't do it live, I'll back out. Exactly. So will I. So will I. So. I think we should totally do it live. Let's see. I'm going to send this to him. I'm going to have him watch it. His wife, Sarah Blakely, is amazing. I've ordered her Spanx. They're phenomenal. They suck everything in. They're, they're fab. They're the best leggings ever. Um, anyways, yeah, so I think we should try it. So any of you out there who have ever done that cryotherapy, ever done an ice bath or an ice shower to shock your system, let us know. Did you love it? I'm sure you have a love-hate relationship with it. But I think Abby and I, I've totally put Abby on the spot. I did not tell her about this, but I think we should do it live. Well, Just I have saying. to tell you, I have to tell you, I, I Tess says I shock my body with coffee. I'm <laughs> more into that, that type of shock. We could, <laughs> I wonder because there's certain things like we could drink our coffee while in the ice bath. But I, I see him. I see him talking through people because it can literally be somewhat dangerous too. Like if you do it too slowly or not quick enough or something, or people's breathing. Like I see him talk men and women through it. Like nope, nope, you gotta no, you're not breathing right. You gotta you gotta calm it down. But maybe we can drink our coffee as we're shocking our body with 
Okay. Okay. The only reason that I would do this is because I have to tell you, I have, I have constant like pain in my back. Mm -hmm. So if this would help the, and it's like muscle tension. So if this would help the muscle pain in my back, I would do it. Hey, so I'll, I'll, I would give it a go. Yay. Um, so well, we so got to do it with somebody who knows what they're doing. Otherwise yes. we're going to like have a heart attack or something and on That's live exactly. TV. We're going to be like, mayday, mayday. <laughs> At least we'd have people to like call, right. call so the ambulance for us. Told, we're not okay. <laughs> Someone get one of our 13 children. Um, yeah. Oh my goodness. So, you know, talking about other news, something really sad, but this was our era that we grew up in, Abby. Um, did you watch Saved by the Bell as a kid? Yes. Did you see? I already know what you're going to say. Dustin Diamond. Screech. He died. Screech died yesterday, I believe. Isn't that? That's what Doug told me. Of cancer? I guess it was lung cancer. And of course, any any of course any death is terrible. But I, I Saved by the Bell was just something that was like our era. That's what we watched yeah. when we grew up. And Screech was just, you know, he was like a light. He was just laughter, and um, and he was only forty four. That's what really I was like, what? Like when Doug told me um, he had died, I was like. Wait a minute, that dude's like my age. I know. <laughs> that was terrifying. I saw Trisha just said stage four lung cancer. Apparently, um, apparently he had, I, Terry said he had a few weeks notice, I think. So it wasn't like completely overnight shocking, but so scary, so sad. I'm not sure if he was a, a smoker, whether or not it's still terrible, but um, oh, yeah. So screech. Young age. Screech. So young. 44. Oh, mm -hmm. my gosh. That was, so, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that was shocking to me just because he was so, uh, so young, um, you know, but there's so many young people getting cancer. I, I, um, I, I know a gal who's 26 who got a very aggressive breast cancer and um, had to have a double mastectomy. She, you know, lived, um, but I mean, a double mastectomy at 26, yeah. a very aggressive breast cancer, you know, and it just makes you wonder, you know, what is going on? I mean, is it, is it in the water? Is it in our foods? I mean, literally, food. you know, it's in our food, you know, so yeah. much of it is in our food. Right. Um, you know, I just went to a, um, functional medicine doctor yesterday, actually. And, uh, because I've been like busting my hump, like, you know, working out and, um, you know, tracking my food. I'm not eating more than 1500 calories and I've lost like 40 pounds over the past year, but I'm great. sort of like stuck. Right. And, um, I said, you know, I think I have this metabolism problem and, and anyway, this functional, if you've never seen a functional medicine doctor, like you should see one because everybody should see yeah, one because they're, they're incredible. And, mm -hmm. um, anyway, she was just talking about how all of these, 
um, you know, all of these estrogen and testosterone, all of these like bad synthetic things get caught in our fat cells. And uh, she, I don't remember what she called it. She's way smarter than I am. But anyway, she was just talking about how all these things get caught in our fat cells and they're toxic. It's like toxic to our body and um, how, you know, it just secretes over time and it damages our liver. And um, she was like, you know, I think that you have, you know, terrible, you know, cort your cortisol levels are all over the place. And so mm -hmm. she put me on this uh, bioidentical um, progesterone and she's like, I know your ovaries aren't pumping out enough, you know, um, progesterone. So we're going to put you on this to help with your cortisol levels. And she's like, I think you, um, she ran, oh my God, she took 12 tubes of blood yesterday. Oh my God, I thought I was going to die. Um, anyway, she's like, you know, and your, um, I'm talking about how I went to a functional medicine doctor yesterday, um, Jessica. Anyway, and she's like, and you're, she's like, I think you have a parasitic overload in your liver based on the things I was telling her. And I think you have parasites in your gut. And so I'm, you know, doing this detox, this cleanse thing. Anyway, it's like super safe. It's not like a crazy cleanse or anything. Anyway, and um, she's like, but all of this is like from, you know, plastic bottles that we drink out of and, um, just all of these like things that are in our food yeah. and, and it has to, all of this stuff has to be related to, you know, cancer that people are getting at such a young age. I mean, my grandma and grandfather on my dad's side, they lived to be in a uh, very old age, you know, like nineties mm -hmm. and, um, they ate like chicken fried steak like every day. Okay. I mean, they, my grandpa ate like Frito pie, like all the time. They were not like health nuts. Right. But they grew their own vegetables. They, you know, like they sort of, they were those sorts of people. Right. Um, they didn't eat processed foods that often, you know, it was like they made a lot of your own food and they lived to be a very, you know, a very old age. They didn't, my, you know, my grandmother, when she died, you know, they didn't have high blood pressure. They didn't have high cholesterol, things like that. And I just think there's something, there's gotta be something to this, you know? Oh, totally. totally. I mean, I, I've even known from different, um, especially like with the processed foods or fast foods or, or things of that nature. When I've done different bouts of just clean eating and then I literally even take a few bites of a processed food or fast food or something that we know isn't good for us. I have been on the floor in the fetal position in pain just because my body knows it's rejecting it. Well, it's not good for your gut. We're just literally, we're so used to our, our standard American diet that our poor bodies are just suffering. They're just used to it, you know, of everything that we're putting in them um, every day. Some, I'm throwing him out here. He's completely, he's not affiliated with any, any company, any certain product. Have you ever heard of the medical medium, Anthony no. William? Mm -mm. I read one of his books called Medical Medium, cover to cover, cover to cover, 300 some pages 
um, at the beginning of 2018, I was having these autoimmune issues. I was so fatigued. I was tired all the time. My uh, my doctor kept running all my blood levels. Uh, they, they checked me like a normal CBC four times. They're like, it's just your lifestyle. It's just your kids. I'm like, no, this, I know when I'm tired from my kids, this is something different. Um, and it turned out I was having these autoimmune issues. And so I, I, someone recommended Anthony William to me, medical medium. And it was fascinating what he talks about. And literally he's, he's much of a plant-based type of guy, you know, that fruits and vegetables is what your body needs. Mm -hmm. And me, I'm like, you know, I love ice cream and cheese and I love meat. I love steak and bacon. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so It was like shock to my body, but I really did what he said. I got in the best shape of my life. I had more energy than I ever had. My skin was fantastic. Um, now the first two weeks I felt like I was dying. I was hormonal yeah, yeah. and raging and just mean and just, oh, not a happy camper. But after that, after I got, I, I was just, I felt amazing. And then processed foods, processed sugar. I'm not talking about sugar from fruit. We need that, right? We need that type of sugar. That, that sugar literally feeds viruses in our body, feeds yep. parasites, viruses, infections. It makes them multiply. And so when I took processed sugar out of my body, I can't even tell you, I was just a different human being, having more energy and just in a better all around mood than I've ever been. And, and you know, so it's amazing, uh, but you're right. There's, it's, it's in our, it's in so much food. Um, it's even in our plastic bottles we're using. It's rather oh, yeah. scary. If, if you think about it for a long time, I, you know, I'd probably just go in a closet. And well, and it's, you know, and it's in, um, you know, what, what, what set me. So I have, and we could do a whole talk about this, but I have something called intracranial hypertension or pseudotumor cerebri that was brought on by the Depo-Provera birth control shot. Okay. That can cause blindness. It can cause, I, it basically makes my brain think I have a tumor in it uh, that was brought on by birth control. You know, that is, you know, birth control causes stroke, cancer, heart diseases, DVT, um, you know, all kinds of problems. Yeah. And we are, you know, putting this in our bodies, we're putting it in our little girls, you know, starting at age 11, 12, 13 to, you know, regulate their you know, their bodies, their hormones, stuff like that. But it's actually not regulating their hormones. It's making them, you know, irregular. Um, it's putting in synthetic hormones into their bodies. Um, so anyway, we're doing all of this to our little girls. And then women are having babies. And as soon as they have their babies, you know, at, you know, two weeks postpartum, we're putting them back on birth control. So while they're nursing their babies, these hormones are going to their little babies, right? Through their breast milk. Um, we don't know what this is doing to, we don't know what this is doing to people. It's in our groundwater. It's in our drinking water, all of these synthetic hormones. And then we wonder why, you know, women are getting breast cancer at 25, 26 years old. I mean, it's, it's everywhere, you know, it's in, you know, hormones are, you know, these synthetic hormones are in our meat. It's in our milk. It's in our cheeses. It's so, you know, I'm not like a, like a crazy, like organic person or anything, but I'm just like, 
guys, like look at what's around us. And then, and then you see people who are like, you know, all like organic and, and crazy about that kind of stuff. And then they're pumping their bodies full of synthetic hormones through birth control. Right. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> like we've got to do better yeah. here. Um, so, uh, you know, I just, all of the, all of the problems, a lot of the problems I've had in, in, on my health journey and what I'm trying to re set in my body because it affected the pseudo tumor thing has affected my hypothalamus. It's affected my pituitary gland. It all was set in motion by the birth control shot by the Depo Provera shot. Um, and people don't understand what they're doing. They put these sort of synthetic products, these sort of synthetic hormones into their body. They don't really understand what they're doing to their body. And it's a large dose of it. But think about all the small doses we're getting through processed foods and yep. fast food and, you know, GMOs and plastic bottles and, you know, just little bits that we're getting that are being stored in our fat cells and, you know, these like phytochemicals and things like that. So it's, I mean, it's crazy. It is. It is. And this... Um... I think this is one of those things, you know, people can't call us crazy or a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but it, it's, it's just everywhere. It's, it's in, it's in so much. And so that's one of the things I'd love. I don't know the first thing about gardening. I can't really keep many plants alive. I overwater or underwater. I know, so I know. I know but I do want to start a winter garden. I'd like Doug and I want to start start doing that a little bit. Oh, Trisha was talking about that. There's this private Facebook group called let's talk parasites. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's one of my favorite Facebook groups. I'm in it. Oh, are you? Post, oh my gosh. People post the parasites that come out in their poop and stuff. It is not for the faint of heart, but let me tell you something. It is my favorite Facebook group. I love looking at all these nasty, nasty parasites that come out of people's bodies. Oh my lord! I've never heard of I've never heard of this. Oh yeah, you got to get in it. it. It's oh my gosh! People do like coffee enemas and stuff, like to right. you know, like get rid of the parasites wow. in their bodies. Oh my gosh, wow. it's amazing! I mean, these parasites that are living in people's bodies—it's so gross. Wow. But I mean, we all have them. Like we all have like parasites and stuff in our bodies. Oh my god, it's yeah. so nasty. Okay, so we know. Everyone, you know, I love all the gross stuff. I love it. What everyone's going to be googling. Oh my lord, this is giving me anxiety right now. <laughs> People are like sifting through their poop trying to oh. find the trying to find the parasites. I love it. I'm like keep sifting, keep finding oh. those worms. I love it. <laughs> Oh my God. Yes. Only, only a mom with, with eight kids. You know? <laughs> nothing, nothing is beyond us. Nothing grosses me out. Nothing is sacred. Like just <laughs> dig through that poop. I can't look away. It's like a train wreck. Oh my God. That is hilarious. I'm going to have to check it out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to check it out. <laughs> oh Lord. All right. So well, we were going to talk about cancel culture today. Yes. And I, I have to tell you one thing that I want to cancel for sure is um, all the static electricity that's in my hair right now because of the cold weather. Your hair's looking good though. Like, yeah, but it's very staticky. I, I'm like, I'm over the static electricity, like bring back the heat. Well, it's whatever, before, before we got on, I told Abby guys, a lot of people are like, is that one of your Madison braids buns or no, it's, this is just, 
is maybe that's my hair, Abby. I'm like, my bun looks fake. When I'm doing my messy mom bun, look at this, guys. I mean, someone help. <laughs> With all real hair, it's just something. So maybe I'll blame mine on the weather too then. Oh my gosh, but, I'm so um, done with this like static. Ugh. But, but uh, yeah, on a more serious note, I there's there's a lot happening, and um, and again, when we're tying this into how it's even affecting our you know people's families and so forth, we're seeing so many scenarios. There's different stories being put out of, um, gosh conservative, you know, uh, in our group chat, we're talking about a lot of these conservative moms being dropped from their, their, their jobs or people asking for refunds. For example, what, what happened, uh, Abby, there was a, there was a mom who was a sleep consultant, mm -hmm. uh, you know, really good at her job. People were asking for refunds when they found out she was a conservative and, and donated to the Trump campaign or something. Yeah. If you, if you want a refund due to something being defective or, you know, it wasn't what you were expecting for your product or service, by all means, sure. But just because somebody is a conservative, you know, it's, it's, it's mind, well, nothing's mind blowing to me anymore. I take that back. Um, but w w what are your thoughts? I think this is just going to start snowballing, right? Well, I mean, if yeah, this but this happens even in it hap it's happening everywhere. I mean, even in if you're not the right kind of conservative, you're canceled. If you're not like I'm not the right kind of Catholic for some Catholics. So there's like liberal Catholics who try to cancel me. Like they sent, you know, they sent a letter into the USCCB like Abby's so mean. She supports Trump. Like she should be canceled. Right. right. Um, you know, she's obviously a racist, which racist oh, yeah. means nothing anymore. Right. I'm, yeah. Um, I'm a racist bigot. Right. Yeah. But, uh, right. you know, she's obviously a racist because she supported Trump. So, you know, she should not be a Catholic. Anymore. Like they're trying to cancel my faith. Right. <laughs> like, um, it's not fun. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's like, even within like your own community, cancel culture is so toxic that, you know, people who proclaim tolerance are the least tolerant group of people. Right. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. And, and, and so we're seeing that all across the board, you know? So, um, you know, there and it's it's toxic it's dangerous it's you know uh it, well even within you know it, and it's fear it's fear driven i mean even within our own you know blogging group you know there's people you know who are like i want to write about this but i'm scared you know i'm scared that you know the liberal mob will come after me and you know we're fine with people writing anonymously but this is where we are in our society is that this like fear drives people not to speak out. Right. And it's ridiculous because let me tell you, the liberal left, they will put out any comment they want without fear right. or without, you know, fear of retribution. Uh, they don't care. They can say whatever they want, but you know, somebody, God forbid, somebody donates to, you know, uh, the Trump campaign and this woman's business 
you know, is being pummeled. You know, there was a, a, a woman, a, a makeup influencer, I don't know her, but makeup yeah. influencer for Sephora. She has her contract canceled with Sephora because she was a Trump supporter. I, oh my gosh, it's, it's hard. And maybe, and I'm just speaking from what I have seen, but I don't see a lot of people on the far left being canceled. It's more when they're outspoken, it's, it's called empowerment, right? And, and then when conservatives are speaking out, we're being silenced and shut down. It's a really strange time. And um, I think you and I have gotten to the point, Abby, we're so, and it, this is such a blessing, we're so deep rooted in Christ that it's like, if you're going to take me down, take me down. Oh, yeah. Come for right. me. Right. I mean, right. bring it on. Like, you know, and so. It, it, it is. It's like when you get to that spot, that's that's what guides you. That's what moves you. That's what your conviction is in, is in Christ. Then it's just like, no, just whatever's going to happen because I'm speaking God's truth and is going to happen. Um, what's what's right is right. Right. What's wrong is wrong. And um, uh, for, for a while there, I was trying to appease my community and followers and kind of not changing my beliefs, but being quiet about them. Yeah. And then I realized that's not doing anyone any good. So there, there's a time to sit back and listen. And there's a time to speak out about evil and injustice. And this is simply not okay. And I feel like when you're given a platform like ours, you, when you're called up to bat, you have to answer, you know? Yeah. You, you well, can't stay on the bench. Yeah. And, so, and it I, affects our families in a, it affects children, you know? I mean, it affects our families because, uh, you know, Grace, my 14 year old, you know, of course, you know, she goes to a private school. So everybody, you know, at her school knows who her family is and, right you know, the whole school did a, you know, they did a, um, they actually rented out theaters when Unplanned came out. So, you know, everybody knows like, yeah, oh, this, right. is, you know, right. is mom, this is Grace's family and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's a Catholic school. So you would think, you know, everybody in the school is pro-life and you would, you would assume that, but that's not accurate at all. And, um, she has a little girl in her class that, you know, walked up to her one day and Grace is very vocal about her pro-life beliefs, obviously. And, um, Grace, this little girl walked up to her and said, you know, um, Grace, I like you and everything, but I hate your mom. And Grace showed incredible restraint, um, by not punching her in the face, which <laughs> what I would have done in her age. Cause I was scrappy. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, Grace was like, yeah, I don't know exactly what she said, but anyway, um, you know, she told me that later and I just thought, you know, Grace is strong enough, you know, to be like, huh, well, 
sorry, you know, sorry for, you know, sorry to hear that, but you know, whatever. But I just thought if Grace wasn't that type of person, right? If Grace was the type of kid to just go cry in a corner and be like, oh my God, everybody hates me. Everybody hates my family, you know, blah, blah, blah. That could drive her into a depression. That could drive her, you know, into a place where she feels uh, alone and isolated. That, I mean, we look at what's happening to our, to our kids, to the suicide rate among young people, um, things like that. And, and, you know, a lot of this is because kids are feeling canceled. You know, they can't even say what they believe. They can't even, you know, speak up um, because if they do, then they're canceled and they feel isolated. They feel alone. And so this this sort of toxic culture, this toxicity, um, it's it, it is creeping into our families. And so, you know, we have to teach our children um, that it's OK to be canceled. Right. It's okay if you're standing alone because, you know, we're standing with you that, you know, we as a family are standing with you. And and then, you know, I had to be a mom. Right. I had to be a mama bear and I had to message the principal and be like, what the heck is going on in this school? Right. You know, why is this acceptable? What is going on in the classroom? And, you know, I was like, this is what happened to Grace. This is what this little girl said to her. You know, how are you going to address it? Yeah. I mean, we have our kids have to know that we have their backs. And even if they're having a controvert, you know, a, a countercultural opinion, right. um, they need to know that, you know, we have their backs at all times. Absolutely. I think that's that's so important. And um, what you had said, it was, you know, it was resonating with me that I think we have to find the happy medium that especially for conservatives, if, if our kids are feeling canceled, that we're still, they're not going to be silenced, at least within our family and in our, in our type of community, you know, their voice still matters. So even though culturally they might be canceled, um, they can't be silenced. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Their, their voice still matters. And, um, and I think that's, it's, we all want to repair this division. We all want unity, but I feel like that's going to be really, really hard when you still have two sides that see good and evil completely different. And in, do you know what I mean? Well, it's, and it won't happen. I don't want to be unified with people who think it's perfectly acceptable to kill an innocent human being in the womb. Right. Right. I mean, that, I don't want unity with, right. with people like that, nor, right. nor will I ever have it. You know, there's, and that's, that's something that people are constantly saying, which by the way, this is reminding me why I don't want my hair short. You know, my hair is naturally sort of fallen in this like short. I you thought you cut your hair. No, I didn't. It's still long. And, but it, that was a good reminder of why. <laughs> when my hair was long, I wanted short. Wanted why short. I like my hair long. That was, <laughs> that was a reminder. Um, anyway. Um, no, I mean, and that, that's the thing. I had a friend the other day who was telling me, you know, uh, you know, Abby, if, if you could just, 
um, have some middle ground. You know, if if you could just find some middle ground uh, with people, you know, who are who are pro-choice. And I said, you know, okay, um, I, I need you to go down that path with uh, with with slavery. So would you have said that to the abolitionists who were fighting against slavery? Mm-hmm. Would you have said to people, you know, guys, um, I know you're trying to end slavery and all, but could you just find some middle ground with people who want to keep slavery alive and well? I mean, could you maybe just say that, you know, slavery is okay some of the time? Right. Or that... You know, well, if slaves are maybe, you know, if people are maybe if their skin's this dark, it's okay that they're slaves or they're, I mean, like, seriously, yeah. like, or even with the Jewish Holocaust, like, you know, w- could you find some middle ground with the Nazis? I mean, like, that's how ridiculous. And she, you know, she was like, no, you're right. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, right. to ask me to find middle ground or to unify with with people like that. That's how ridiculous it sounds. You see how ridiculous that sounds? That's how ridiculous it sounds to me. Right. For you to ask me to unify with, I, I can't, I, I can't. There's, there's several policies and ideas and that, that can be met in the middle. Mm-hmm. Abortion, being pro-life is not, is not one of them. It's a black or white matter. You just can't be, you know, and I, and I said this, you know, you and you and I have talked about this, Abby, it's one of those things too. Someone can't be pro-life and say, but there's no button pro-life. There's no, but I, and I, and when I've called people on this too, um, who are believers who have the but in their sentence, I always say, could you imagine God saying, this was a really bad situation, so you can go ahead and 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 murder this one. This was, I know these circumstances are really bleak, so it's okay to kill this baby. Ne- never, mm-hmm. never, never would he ever say, given the circumstances, that it's okay, this life doesn't matter to me. So, um, it's just, yeah, it's it's one of those things that can't be met in the middle. And this this divide that we're in now that is so unfortunate, it is when you see good and evil so oppositely, it's it's scary. It, it's polarizing, it's it's scary. And um I feel like people are just I know I'm going to hold my ground, I'm going to hold my children in it. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's taking one day at a time because the way the last few weeks have run, it, it, it seems like every day we just, you know, we don't know what's coming. Um, we don't know what we're going to be subjected to, what we're going to be, what's going to be forced upon us, but everything right now is driven by fear. Um, and I don't know, I don't know where that leaves us. Well, we know that fear is not of God. Yeah. And, um, and you know, I'm not going to succumb to, you know, 
fear-driven policies or tactics or motives. And so we're just, you know, pressing on and moving forward. And, um, you know, I found that the gym is my happy place because I don't have to wear a mask at the gym while I'm working out. Nice. Which is fun. And um, so I, I like being there. Right. So everybody find, find an outlet. A few of our masses, a few of our, our, uh, our Catholic church, they offer so many different masses and only two of them, they have little asterisks beside the times are mass required. All of the others, they're not required. Nice. Which is nice. And we have a over 50%, I'd say of the, the church goers don't, you know, so it's nice that our church has some flexibility, you know, there as well, but it is, you know, to kind of end on a more positive note, um, your app, your gym is your outlet. Mine is 30 minutes on my Peloton every day. I'm, I'm a happier mom and wife. If I get 30 blessed minutes on my bike, I just sweat when you're moving your body, you're physically moving your brain yep. and it's, it's bound. It has to change your mood. Yes. Um, the endorphins are released. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we're just, whether you're a working mom, a stay at home mom or dad, working dad, stay at home dad, you have to do something for yourself every day. And if that's literally taking, locking the door and taking a hot bath or shower and, and, and you know, self pampering a little bit, you have to do something every day for yourself or you're just going to crumble. We're or an ice bath. We're an ice bath. Jesse Itzler, I'm telling you, we're going to do it. Those who missed our beginning part, be excited to see Abby and I whine. We, ch childbirth was prob would probably be easier for us than getting yeah. into an ice bath. We're doing I'm, it. Though. I'm less excited about the ice birth than I was about natural childbirth. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm telling you, this is going to be, it's going to be wild. <laughs> It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Bridget, I I'm in, I'm in Texas and, uh, and she asked where we, where we go to mass, where there's no, we don't have to wear masks. Um, and, and we don't, we don't have to, well, Latin mass, we don't wear masks. Um, and then the, the Novus Ordo mass that we go to, there's a, we actually have what I lovingly call a leper section. And, um, that is a section that is, uh, where we don't have to wear a mask. Um, that's the mask free zone, the leper uh -huh. section. So, um, none of us wear, wear masks in it. Oh, uh, so masks aren't required in, in mass, um, at the, the parish that we go to, but it's, um, but the section that we sit in, nobody wears a mask. So, I love I love and then Reagan's in, in uh, North Carolina. I'm in North Carolina. Yeah. But um, and something else to end on, which I'm excited. And I, it seems like he's going to be one of our guests one week uh, talking about the leper made me think of the Bible and a Jesus story. Abby, I don't know if you and your family, and I'm telling everybody who's watching this, the chosen which is the first ever TV series. It's, you, you can download the Chosen app. I, I just watch it on YouTube. Season one is done. There's eight episodes. I have watched them all numerous times. 
it is, I've even seen atheists say, this is one of the best series I've ever watched. It is phenomenal. It literally made me feel closer to Jesus after watching it. Um, it is so, it's amazing. But anyways, the director, Dallas Jenkins, uh, he's a data for, um, I've talked with some of the, they're filming season two right now, actually in Texas, Abby, they started out in Utah, they're in Texas now. Um, I just now got bumped to his assistant and possibly while they're on set, he's going to try to take like a short while to come on live with us to talk. Um, it's just one of the most phenomenal, like it's really growing. It's becoming so I, I, You know, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched it. I'm too busy watching The Blacklist right now. <gasps> you know, you realize I'm obsessed with it, right? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, it's on my page. Also, uh, uh, not a, Amir, Amar, uh, his name is Amir in real life. Oh. Um, what's his Mushibai name? Mushabai is his Mushibai, name. Agent Mushabai. Yeah. Sent me a four minute birthday message, video message. <sighs> Harry got him on Cameo. It was the best thing ever. He talked about all my K kids being like better than the Kardashians. The blacklist is the best. Raymond Reddington, I like want him to be my dad. I'm like kind it. of jealous of my best friend and I, Danielle, talk about this. I'm kind of jealous of Lizzie. I'm like, oh my God, what season are you on? I'm on four. Oh, you just, it gets so wild. You can't even handle it. I'm, I love it. I'm like binging it. Yeah. So, the yeah. blacklist is a, is a must watch on Netflix. And, the Chosen is a must-watch on YouTube. So you oh, get a little bit of okay. you get a little bit of thriller. There you go. Okay. You All right. But okay, I'm okay. excited. I when I get done binging the black is the blacklist still on? Yes, they just renewed um their season eight is now, I think the third or fourth episode. It comes every Friday night at 8 p.m. It's on television. Okay, okay. But they just announced this week, this past week, they just renewed for a season nine. So it's amazing. I love it. So I like I like killer stuff, you know, murder shows. So See, I, I don't. Ever since I became a parent, I don't. But this, I like. Most murder shows, like, scare me too much. And then I think of bad things a mother shouldn't think of. Like, it just gives me more anxiety. See, I was like, I was into Criminal Minds. That was like my show. Never did it. Yeah. Criminal Minds. Oh my gosh. So good. And I was just, I was so into Criminal Minds and, you know, like 15 seasons of it. I totally binged it. And then um, I was like, what am I going to watch? So then I watched Longmire and Longmire was great. And, um, and then I was like, what am I going to watch? Longmire was six seasons. Then I watched Yellowstone. Oh, I've heard, I've, I need to, that's with Kevin Costner, right? Yes. I need to watch Yellowstone. Oh my gosh. Yellowstone's amazing. So I watched Yellowstone and then, um, and then I started watching Blacklist cause I have, I heard everybody talking about, you know, Blacklist. And so now I'm binging Blacklist. I do binge. I'm, I'm a binger. So I, I don't watch, I, you know, I don't watch regular TV. So I, right. We don't have cable, so right. I'm just a I'm just a binge watcher. So, and I I don't watch multiple shows. I just find one show, right. and that's all I watch. Right. So. Well, it is blacklist is 
it's so addicting. You, you, you can't not binge it. So you've got to get Raymond Reddington. He's, he's the man. And James Spader is such a good actor. Like he's such a stone cold weirdo. He must be like just a weirdo in real well, life too. Well, no, in real life, literally, I looked this up two weeks ago. He's one of the highest paid actors because he's that phenomenal, but he has a, what is it? A telegraphic memory. So all of his, he reads his lines like one time and all the things he spouts off, he has a telegraphic, if that's right, I'm probably saying it wrong. Whatever that is, where a photo, photographic, photographic, photograph, telegraphic, listen to me. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Telepathic, photographic memory, whatever. Yeah. He sees it once and it's there. Um, so that's contributes to his phenomenal acting skills. He's fantastic. Well, I loved him in the office too, when he was Robert California. Oh, I didn't. I haven't got that. I'm. I. I've watched some of The Office. I Reagan. never saw him in The Office. Reagan. Oh my God. It was he like a serious character or a funny character? I wouldn't like him as a funny character. He was. He's amazing. You haven't really? watched all The Office? No, I haven't. I've only watched a couple seasons. Oh but my it's God, Reagan. We're gonna I love cancel. We're gonna have to cancel this partnership. You <laughs> have to go watch all The Office. I know. Holy crap! I never knew he was in it. This is insane. He's Robert California. He's an amazing character in it. Oh, wow. interesting. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. All right. That's your homework. Go okay. binge. I've watched all of The Office probably six times. Like when I don't have anything to watch, I'm like. Right. The Office. It is. So I'm going to go find what episodes he's in in The Office. And you and Doug and the kids have to watch episode one of The Chosen on YouTube. Okay. No, well, I gotta finish Blacklist. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't hop shows. I don't <laughs> oh my god, I love it! I and I'm gonna do everyone again. Comment below. I'm gonna. I'm gonna tag Jesse. I'm gonna send this to Jesse Itzler um, to get us to ice come alive with us to do an ice bath. That's right. Reagan is canceled. Out. Tess says Reagan is canceled because she hasn't oh watched all the. We're going to get our editors and publishers on here. Tess and Christina, we're going to make them go live with us. <laughs> we ice need bath. we need Ice Bath, Ice Bath 2021. Yes. Oh, my God. I love it. All right, guys. This was so much fun. Um, we will be back next Tuesday. So stay tuned for more fun next week. All Bye right. Guys. Happy Groundhog Day, everybody. Happy Groundhog Day. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. We'd love to stay connected with you and invite you to the conversation beyond this podcast. You can stay up to date with what we're doing at therealdealofparenting.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Be sure to drop us a comment in the review section if today's show has impacted you in any way or if there's anything you'd like to hear more of. Thanks for spending your time with us. Let's talk soon.